John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... <laughs> In fact, it's it's actually titled Minutes like 35 through 40 point, like, whatever, of Black Swan. Are we gonna have to restart this? No. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. 69, dudes! Nice. This week, <laughs> we are discussing M. Night Shyamalan's Glass, which is third movie in a trilogy that didn't exist till two years ago. To us. To uh, us. That's, yeah, that's he debatable. Had, he claimed he was thinking about it and was actually the first, I'm sorry, yeah, the first 20 minutes of this movie apparently was supposed to be in Unbreakable, but decided to get rid of that. It was too much to add all that shenanigans into the movie, So, but he was sitting on it. And there's something to speak about that, uh, in that I think it's some, maybe some, I think it's, it might be especially two of these people's favorite part of the movie, but, um, yeah, we'll get to that. Glass is our movie of the week, and, um, I am going to let Ben start briefly, because he wrote a review about it since he saw it at the Shamalamathon, and, uh, then I'm gonna let John go, because I think he has pretty similar feelings to Ben, and then we'll figure out from there i enjoyed most of this movie but it just it's it's kind of like the best and worst of Shyamalan. like he has a lot of really good things going for him and he also has a lot of terrible things so it just really um gets hampered down at times like the fine like, terrible without spoiling yeah like worst of Shyamalan is last airbender well that's what i was saying like you know pretty weak characters for the most part. I would say like his his main three characters in this movie are still great. Uh Bruce Willis is great. His and he's, you know, one of his better performances in a while. Uh Samuel L. Jackson is great as always. I'd argue that I almost called him Shia LaBeouf, but uh James McAvoy is <laughs> What? Because yeah, he's like crazy. I don't know why that went into my head, but um he's I would argue. Whoa! That, what if Shia LaBeouf was in this trilogy? <laughs> I'd argue that McAvoy is better in this than he was in Split. And any time, any of the three character or any of two of those three characters are together, this movie works really, really well. Although it spends a lot of the movie with them separate, in which I was not happy with. And I think that the supporting characters range from mediocre to downright painful and like i was i was gonna give this movie i was thinking like you know with like 15 minutes left i'm thinking you know what this is a fine serviceable ending to the trilogy so far and then the last 10 or so minutes happened and it really kind of i ran out of goodwill for this this trilogy and these characters and i i just was not impressed like it's i think it's a very like considering like glass used to be or not glass uh, split was the weaker one of the, the first two and that's a four out of five i i love split and unbreakable is probably one of my favorite superhero movies period but this was just so disappointing compared to those two and it's not the worst movie i've ever seen but it's like it's not one I'm gonna tell people to go see. It's like if you really like the first two, sure, you know it's a it's a finale, I guess. And then, but it's just not. I, I was really kind of disappointed with it. John. Yeah. Um. Very similar to Ben. In, in fact, the way he described it, I, I can relate as well to it. This movie worked pretty much for me, except for like Ben said, towards the end. And I don't think it had anything to do with characters. I think it had a lot to do with plot. But I will say, though, I think somehow I felt better towards the end because 
I kind of went from, okay, this isn't, I shouldn't treat this as strictly just a comic book movie, even though that's what it is, but this is Shyamalan also, like, kind of getting on a soapbox and wanting to say something a little bit more poignant, maybe. Um, maybe. I don't know. At least that's how I kind of interpreted it. Um, and because the message that I kind of drew from it, or interpreted from it, maybe that kind of redeemed it a little bit. But there are definitely, excuse me, parts about the plot that, and I think Ben and I would agree with probably around the same things, kind of ruined the pacing of this movie, kind of, or just kind of shunted it very abruptly towards the end. How would you compare it to the other two? Do you think it's a serviceable ending for them, or for this trilogy? See, that's the thing. I think it's a serviceable ending, but that, but I, it's it kind of frustrates the the first part of that ending. I guess I, I, I guess the resolution, as you could call it, almost or maybe not the resolution, but kind of the climax, I suppose, as you could call it. Super frustrating, super annoying. Guys, this is an origin um, story. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we'll get into that more, Lauren. Um. I don't get what you guys are saying. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed it. It felt like it felt right in line with the other two movies for me. I would not say Bruce Willis was the best in, or really good in this movie because he was basically the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer for half of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Bruce Willis's job in this movie is to sit and think. As is Samuel L. Jackson for most of it. He just twitches. <laughs> Which is fine. It's what his character needed. But, like, I definitely wouldn't be like, yeah, they were the best in this movie. Like, yeah, it felt in line. I wasn't disappointed in the ending. I mean, I was kind of as it was happening, but then something else happened. And I was like, yep, it, it's good for me. But we can't talk about that yet. Uh, so I think my biggest complaint was just that they kept forcing the girl from Split into this movie. Like, she didn't belong. Yeah, I, I, I can agree. That was a big thing for me, too. That I wish they handled it a little bit better but i've read some stuff like i wish she would have been a bitter a little bit bigger player instead of the side person because yeah she like herself and this is not my original thought but like her empathy is kind of her superpower angle i wish that i agree that i wish she had more to do i think there was some interesting stuff going on there oh no i wish she had less to do <laughs> oh yeah well i like Anna like, Taylor Joy. i think she should have just binge and starked it I like her too, but I don't think she should have been in this movie. I don't really. I mean, I mean, her her being there was it very fit into it what he was trying to do. It was basically his way of just being like, "Look how we're all interconnected. Look how they keep almost meeting each other." It's like, mm. no, she doesn't need to be here. Yes, yeah. It just... Well, I think there. I don't know. There could have been a really cool through line from the ending of where Split picks off in terms of her arc and her story that. I think would be interesting to kind of look into in terms of like Stockholm syndrome and that kind of thing, but it never quite gets there. Toys but her, with that. Like, her I think story is be... about surviving trauma, which is what Glass is all but about. Then, like, why would she go like right back to it like that? No, she wants to yeah, help. I, she sees the no, damage. No, exactly. I think it would. Ugh. I think it would be interesting if it actually came at it from like, what if she was more antagonistic. I think that would be interesting. No, I liked but, her as like, I no, liked he where has they to were be he was stopped going. versus you know. It was anyway, weird. Let's... It didn't feel like she was. It was about her surviving trauma because she like why'd you make why'd they make her wear the zoo jacket? It just symbolically doesn't work just, for me. It's just to remind you that she was she was at the zoo. But I it guess. made it feel like she worked there now. Yeah, she might still work there. I mean, she's not letting her past haunt well, her. She, she's she going, didn't carrying work there on with beforehand. Her yeah, I wouldn't be like, you I know what, this place, no, I was held hostage at this place. I kind of want to work here. It's yeah, like, that makes that, it feel like she's stuck yeah. there, that she didn't survive yeah. it. Anyway, we should probably, like, I mean, we've all said our piece. Maybe we should just dive into spoilers. I haven't said uh, Yeah, piece. Zach hasn't. Oh, sorry, Zach. I thought you, my bad. Okay. So, spoilers? I'm, I'm with Lauren <laughs> in that I I was with this movie. Well, I, I think I'm the highest of the four of us, but... You are, uh, but I, not that much higher yeah, than me. Yeah, I mean, I was with it all along. I was right with when Sarah Polly was trying to convince them. Sarah Paulson. Paulson, sorry. Who's Sarah Polly? Sarah Polly's an actual person, She's an actress right? and She's, a director. Um, uh, what, Day in, of the Dead. Yep. Dawn but of the Dead, sorry. You should watch all all of her directorial effort. She, what what is Sarah Paulson's character's name? Uh, Miss Dr. Staple. I was rolling with her and 
her trying to convince them maybe they aren't anything special. Like, even though I've seen the other movies and seen them do things, I bought her, maybe, maybe Bruce Willis just had his adrenaline running. Maybe, you know, I was going right along with everything he was throwing out there and having a great time doing it. And Hard disagree. I think the ending took some guts, and I can't believe he did that, and I'm happy that he did. It's M. Night Shyamalan. I could yeah. totally believe he did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he'll do anything. Most of his career is based on like big things like that. And I, while and I can I can get on board that it kind of throws a lot at you uh, in the la- in the end, and it's a little messy. I I'm totally able to go with that because I was having fun watching this movie the whole way. And James McAvee. Ben asked me McAvoy. offline. McAvoy. McAvoy. Uh, he Let's asked not me. Welcome to the Zach any. doesn't know it's like names podcast. You actually came closer to saying Shyamalan right than you have for any <laughs> other last name. Ben asked me why, how I could like this movie more than Split, and then Ben answered his own question when he talked about, well, the two best parts of Split are in this movie, and uh, only one of them is better. The other is yeah, but he's really not. good. Anna Taylor Joy is good in the movie. She just doesn't have anything to do. She's underwritten. She just um, gets to wear them high pants. But the difference—the <laughs> difference between Split and Glass for me—is like, yeah, McAvoy's better in Glass, but everything else in Split is still enjoyable. Like there are no moments that are bad. Well, we, to I, you. I, I don't I think we, there's a bad moment in this movie, really. But we can. I just, think we oh. should also say. Uh, so I saw this with Rashad, who I saw Split with. Um, we get it. You have friends. And, well, no, just, just because other he than was... Other than Because I'm not sure if I remember saying this when I saw Split to you guys, but Rashad was into Split up until the very end. And once he saw that ending twist... It's not was... a twist. Well, it's not a twist, but... Uh, the whole movie ending, literally like... tells you this is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ending tie-in. I get. Well, wait. What are we talking about? It's like the reveal of the, the beast. Reveal of Bruce Willis. Oh, right? no, 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 not that. Oh. I'm talking Bruce about Willis. David Dunn. Yeah, I'm talking about that, that twist. He what? That's not even a twist. <laughs> it's a reveal. Well, okay, More of a fine. Reveal, reveal but, yeah. whatever. Up until then, he he really liked Split, and then that actually made him super frustrated with it. Okay, Rashank, um, you're dumb. So- <laughs> <laughs> but- Heard it here, folks, guys. No, but and the first thing he per- said... 25% of our, our listenership just dropped out. <laughs> yeah, you three and Rashank. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing, for anyone else who's listening, yeah, that was Lauren admitting she doesn't listen to our own podcast. Um, A lot uh, of people don't listen to their own podcast. They're not self-centered. <laughs> I, I use it to kind of, like, learn... Tell us your goddamn like story. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to learn from the myself. The first I hate thing he said... There we go. <laughs> the first thing he said when this movie ended was, "Did James McAvoy get nominated for anything from Split?" No, oh yeah, didn't. that's what I no. wanted to talk about. And he, he was should, like, and he "That is fucking incredible." If James McAvoy yeah, like, won Best Actor, McAvoy, McAvoy won Best Actor, Actor, Supporting Actor for this movie, I would think it would be one hundred and ten percent deserved. Or even Split, it's like I think the performance in this like, character overall is incredible like i'm just saying there's there's not gonna i i there's if he won over even another performance that i if another performance comes out that is better than this one he's still so good in this it would be a worthy winning it that's what i'm saying And it does not matter that it's january yeah just throwing that out there (laughs) yeah i just keep thinking oscars end a year and they're not my bad whatever okay well and and split was two years ago right yes yeah Okay. Same weekend, two years ago. Okay. And he wasn't nominated? No. For anything? No, he wasn't. Ugh. He should have been, but he wasn't. Um, Critics, get your shit together. So that's going to do it for our non-spoilery section of Glass. If you want to carry on, you can expect full spoilers for Unbreakable, Split, and the new release Glass, which it sounds like two of us would easily recommend. John, maybe a soft recommend, and Ben shared his, if you've seen the other ones and want to see this one, sure, why not? <laughs> um, is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. an awful movie, but I think it's definitely say, not It is gonna... word for word what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm a bit higher than maybe let, you let on, okay. but it, I mean, it's not a big deal. Okay, with that, 
let's get into spoilers for Glass. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Fuck this ending. <laughs> I Fuck knew Ben ending. would hate this ending. Ben, why do you hate this ending? <laughs> well, first off, like, I just... One thing that I, I did, I couldn't really mention the review without... Because it's, it's spoilery, but it's like, it's... This movie wants you to support Glass. It wants you to, like, be invested in his journey. This guy's like murdered hundreds of people. I don't think the movie okay, asked invested to support him. Invested like, and sympathize are very different things. You can be invested yeah, in like, a bad person. And like the ending where it's like the three the three supporting characters are just like, yeah, it's happened. It's like what the fuck, man? Like What I, ending are this, you so this, pissed off about? The fact that There's like, oh, me, like me and Ben have very different thoughts on this ending. Sorry. What ending that. specifically? I think killing off the characters that quickly was stupid. I think that quickly. It's after numerous movies. <laughs> no, but I think it was just like I think it was just like bam, 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 like done, like all in one. I think just, that is the most brilliant part of the movie. The I, fact I think that, that's the point of the it. Fact that too. he had the, the balls to kill off Bruce Willis, the main hero of this story, so unceremoniously in a, a puddle of fucking water. Is, no. And just not even reflect on it is the ballsiest thing he did in this movie, and one of the favorite and, things I've seen in a and, in, in an M Night movie. And the reveal of Sarah Paulson's character just being from this order of people who like put down superheroes is just like that. I yeah, I, I that's did an interesting not idea. That. It wasn't handled the best the way it was revealed. It was handled awfully. Well, it, no, like, yeah, I like the way that I I like the way that they did it, where he she showed him through the touch, but. It was just the way, the only problem with it. It was all mashed together too much. I don't know when I you had that reveal. It. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Lauren. I was just gonna say I appreciated it because it was like, oh, this big bad has been orchestrating things all along, and then Glass just smacks her in the face to beat it. <laughs> like it's like, oh yeah, you're not as good as or like not as awesome as you think you are. He yeah, still wins. I love wins. the underestimation <laughs> of him the whole time. There was a triumphant aspect of that that I definitely agree with Lauren. Like I think kind of put me back on the upward trajectory of liking this movie but i think the reason why the reveal of the shadow organization and her did not work for me and seemed so abrupt and quick was because i couldn't fucking understand why she like i had the exact opposite of you zach i did not believe that these all these characters were just like in like what did she say about uh david dunn like for his instinct that he's essentially an empathist or I thought a, that was a, a great oh, no, she whatever. called him a magician which, which was the wrong term yeah illusionist yeah Allu- yeah so but even both of the things that she was saying about it like nothing of that really like i did not get i well i did not get that that if i was in the position of bruce willis because of the vivid image, like, M. Night Shyamalan has shown us that when Bruce Willis touches another person, he sees a vision. It's not like a feeling. It's not like... I, I know, but just because like just together. because he's shown us it's real doesn't mean we can't doubt it later. Like, for all... We, we don't no, know the perspective sure. of the movie, you know? Like... I, I, I mean, I suppose so, but I did... I don't think her role as a supposed skeptic or a supposed scientist... But she's lying to us not the whole do enough, movie. It, exactly, but I like it. Like the, I was just frustrated her by her the entire movie because I was just you like, hate women. "No, you're wrong, and you're not." E- oh my god! <laughs> no, because like it was put, it was setting up this unrealistic scenario in my position where you have someone who's super skeptical and, and trying to poke holes at someone's belief or some some that happens all that the time in reality. <laughs> No, it does, but I, I'm not sure. It just didn't work for me in this scenario because, I don't know, the things that we had experienced with Bruce Willis through Unbreakable and the things that we had experienced with, uh, Kevin through Split, like I like. But the Kevin those thing, experiences, I, I think they each... perfectly explain the way both of those things. Like, she explains the shotgun thing. She explains shotgun maybe the, the, bars, the bars maybe. She there explains... are people who can move planes. Yeah, it's I mean, not impossible to lift a lot of weight. Yeah, like the the 
the I mean they there's all the stories about oh, oh, moms lifting cars and yeah. with the adrenaline running. Yeah. The, the the rock climbing thing is a perfect a perfect that no that one. Uh, go watch I, Free I Solo stupid. and watch that guy do pull-ups with two fingers gr- holding a bar. It, yeah, it but makes he's sense. Yeah, holding a bar as opposed to climbing sheer flat surfaces. Like there's a big But this this is what that guy does. He climbed El Capitan without but a it, rope. <laughs> yeah, but it had crevices and shit. No, but there's points where he's holding on with three fingers. It, it, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's there's, it's there's logical. <laughs> it, it's 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 logical enough to instill the doubt. And I get where you're coming from. The movie had shown the other movies have shown us what we have from what the perspective of the film that these things were happening. These people had powers. But I think the movie does a good job of like saying, making you think about it and the characters I both, mean, for a little both bit, have yeah. that doubt as well. I think McAvee, McAvoy, which one is it? <laughs> why why do you keep saying it? Like, I'm just so bad. McAvoy. I don't like, he's um, not a tennis player. He, he does That's a great McEnroe. job of instilling <laughs> doubt in the Horde. And I, those, I thought that scene was great, where we're seeing him doubt it, and where you see Patricia doubt pa- it. That was Patricia, really good. Yeah, um, I and, have no problems with his performance in this movie. That, yeah, um, we know you hate the movie, I, Ben. It's I okay. don't hate the movie. <laughs> There's a lot of it that I do like. I do like his performance. And also, like. let me finish my train of thought. Also, yeah. though, um, Bruce Willis's character Dunn, he's been he doubt all he spends Unbreakable the entire fucking movie doubting. Whether this is well, real or not. Like, it does not well, take much for that's... me to buy that he could get tipped over the edge to not quite sure. And I loved what they... Even though if they didn't give me the shot I wanted, I love the way that they re-validify that he does have these powers. I thought when he was... Uh, when Glass tells him, all you gotta do is get through that door, I thought he was gonna run through it in one go, like, on that shot, and it would have been fucking amazing. I was a little bummed they cut away from it and then came back to it. But other than that, I love that yeah. then he gets this moment of building up. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can fucking do this. And then yeah. he's unceremoniously get, murdered in 10 minutes later. I get, I, get, I get the tension between that. And I like sort of, I thematically love that idea of for these characters who spend a lot of their origin story movies surrounded in doubt and skepticism about these quote-unquote powers that um other people are telling them they may or may not have and they have this kind of triumphant reveal towards the end of their respective movies i I love the idea of bringing them all together and like pulling them down and saying no you really have to prove to yourself and believe to yourself that you have this or like trust in yourself that's like thematically that seems awesome Sarah Paulson did not convince me at all that she was able to do that. Well, she, she was wasn't a, trying to convince know. you. She was trying to convince them. Or... And she's Fair and, and she's um, not. But she's no. trying to figure out. She, I mean, we. I think the movie pretty establishes by the end. If you look, uh, the ending, the reveal of her origin allows you to rethink what she's doing, and she's still trying to figure this shit out. Like she doesn't. No, that's she true, doesn't yeah. know exactly what she's doing. She's duplicitous with her cr- people, even. She doesn't tell them all the right, like, exactly what happened there. She's lying. Because she says at the end. She thinks she can the, still the, help these people. And she might be lying that the machine lying works. lying and convincing them. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. what. Who knows what's going on with her. And if their theory is that there's, a one, they, there's one for each other one, that means there's at least a fourth one running around right now. Because there's three superheroes in this movie. I don't know. I mean, James McAvoy character kind of balances out probably with his personalities. (laughs) That's true. Um, Also, so there's at least twenty one other ones running around. (laughs) Another great thought. Uh, A lot of this stuff is coming from Britt Hayes, who I think's a great writer. But the the framing of David as an, an unmovable force and the Beast as like an unstoppable force. And then that was perfectly realized, and they're like squeezing brawl at the end of the for their fight. In the they just, like, yeah, nothing happened. Like it was. You just gotta hug it out, guys. Yeah, they don't move each other very much, and I, I appreciate. I like that too. Yeah, like it. It like, but I think it perfectly sets up that you can't really have a ending with these guys because they're they're nothing. No one can do anything to either of them. But the so my my thing though too about about 
Glass's video, like the the footage of them fighting being released, mm-hmm. like if if something like that was released into the media today, like I would assume it's fake. Like it's just a doctored mm-hmm. video, like Bigfoot, Loch Ness, anything like that. Why why would this create all these heroes and like I just because not everyone would think it was fake. Yeah, and I think there was I, I the, the dearth of footage that was released. That needed to see it. We, yeah. we were seeing just the footage that was already in the movie for the sake of the smaller production budget of this movie. Uh, 20 million. Which only, 20 which only million. reared its head once, and that was when McAvoy... McAvoy. Oh my god, Zach! When James uh, threw that table in the beginning... <laughs> Oh yeah, that looks so bad. Yeah, but other than that, I thought that looked I, really good. No, I think the Philadelphia skyline. I, oh, I looked at, I was like, eh, yeah, but it was that's fine. kind of a sore I can thumb. With that. But um, that this is like Power the, Rangers. That, the footage CGI that we right see now. though, Ben, isn't supposed like he releases every single ounce of footage in the their ward to the internet. So I I, I think the overwhelming yeah, nature of it I would just, could have been something. I don't know. Like it just it didn't work for me. It really didn't. But Lauren, Lauren, can Lauren say something to that? I feel like she had something to say I mean, about that earlier, and I cut her off. I, no, not really. I just this whole movie is about introducing a shadow of a doubt to things. Mm-hmm. So it's like someone's just as easily to doubt that it's real, and just as easy to doubt that people saying it's fake are full of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're gonna you're gonna dim, like you're gonna introduce hope to people or whatever his plan was. There's gonna be people or out there who are gonna be them. like, yeah, it reminded. No, I can't say that. You know what? Whatever. Buffy's super old. It reminded me of the end of Buffy. <laughs> well, and people will recognize that if they've watched the show. The, well, the thing is, um, the thing too is, Ben, you're coming from a place. I took it as the people that are powered in that are in hiding would come out, not yeah. that it's going to unlock something in people. Okay, but then it's also like, so was his? What was his? His goal was to make people realize they're there. I yeah, think so, he just wanted okay. people so to know like, it's okay to come out. Like there's so he's there's gonna more have like a bunch more superheroes mm-hmm. and supervillains. Like and they can I, make I an just... entire franchise about all of them. And you want to know <laughs> what that is actually a secret LGBTQ positive film? Um, They're gonna what be we haven't aliens from signs. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Lauren. Okay, so the whole thing is that it's actually why I appreciate the end of this movie is because they reveal that it's a crossover with Cloverfield. And, <laughs> and that's how the story's going to continue on. The Clover all, Monster just um, shows up like, in the Overlord wraps up with this, you know, like all this stuff's happening. So, okay, the question, because Lauren, you you kind of hit on this, and Zach, you, you kind of referenced it as well. So do we think this idea that... Um, there are these people in the world that Samuel L. Jackson's character is trying to inspire and help recognize or realize that people may doubt you and people may be skeptical of you, but no, you are actually special and you should strut your stuff. Do we think that this is self-referential to you M. Really Night Shyamalan's career? No. What, <laughs> like, what, he, I, no. He wants to entertain people. The movie was entertaining as hell. Mission accomplished, M. Night well, it, but also in the sense that maybe as a filmmaker, he also wants to inspire and get people who are kind of along the same wavelength of him to to c- pursue this and to like follow their dreams and that kind of stuff, regardless of the skeptics or the people that try to tell them that, no, you, you really don't have any abilities or your skill has been highly over-exaggerated I mean, or that kind of thing. If that's what you want the movie to be about, it can be about that. I, think it's I wouldn't there. say sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's. And my Shaman, we would love for you to answer if, this question. If, once no, we, we have too many hosts already. If if I'm taking something away from the movie, again, not my own thought, but I thought I read a pretty great article talking about how you could totally view this movie as a critique of the mental health in uh, institutions in America and how killing all of them yeah. at the end is like we don't want to worry about these people, we don't want to think about these people. Let's just get them out of the way. Like, I think that's a lot more compelling than of an idea super, to be applying to the movie than... Yeah. No, not even, like... Like, I buy that he thinks they're superheroes in this movie, but that's that's a analog I can roll with compared to the yeah, like, him I mean, worrying about him inspiring other people. I mean, just the theme of setting self-doubt and, like, making people question stuff, that's 
like that's what I took away from this movie and recognized in our world that just mm-hmm. like people constantly are telling you things didn't happen the way that you think they happened or mm-hmm. you're misinterpreting stuff and all this stuff blah 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 and that's what I took about from it I totally can roll with that um John did you have anything else can to we... say about the ending that you didn't like the did, ending specific what did you not like about the end blob I, well of the I movie? just the the abruptness and kind of the the fact that I couldn't really buy into Sarah mm-hmm. Paulson's... So it just sounds like you disconnected in the of middle of the movie I, a little bit. Well, not not necessarily in the middle of the movie, but I was just so frustrated with her character and even the reveal that, yeah, she's been lying this entire time. I don't know, it, it just came very abrupt to me. But then again, I think for the sake of the ending where, Zach, you were talking about the ballsiness of killing off the three main characters but then for the sake of opening up this world of no there are so many like there's limitless potential in terms of the amount of super powered humans in society i thought that was a really interesting idea and i thought um seeing uh what was what was anya taylor scott what was her character's name again casey cook which which maybe is a spin-off character because of the alliteration she might be a hero at some point who knows uh seeing her seeing joseph and seeing mr glass's mother like all kind of unified that was just an interesting it was an interesting idea that wasn't executed as well as it could have been i think i thought i thought it was fine actually like again i ended higher on this movie than, like, at certain parts where I was. I had a problem with um, Glass's mom just because it's like, stop looking so proud of what your son did. <laughs> he's not a good guy. Like, fair enough, yeah. yeah, it's just... No, yeah, that's no, that's a really fair but, point, and though. And she's yeah. just like, he was trying to find his place in the world. But that, I mean, he's also like, her mother. Like, mass like, murder, but... Yeah, yes, let's go still. talk to Hitler's mom, see how she feels about it. <laughs> yeah, I bet she's like, you know what, he was confused and he made some poor choices. It's like, no, that's not... She, but you don't have to agree with her just because she has this opinion in the movie. <laughs> no, but I just can't take her seriously as a character because it's so unbelievable. That I was just pointing it out because it's like, it's a weird team up. <laughs> You're like, yeah, she's a part of it, but I guess. <laughs> but it's also like, it's it's a it's a movie with like, you know characters who can bend steel and like survive gunshots but i i just like that's the most i mean he didn't well kevin didn't the beast (laughs) (laughs) which also okay that was actually my favorite part of the movie was all the personalities just kind of like showing up briefly and then jumping ship and they give kevin I think, he, I think he. I think he showed like more of Kevin too was many. Very gratifying. That scene dragged a little bit to me. I think he gave the light to a couple too many characters for that. Dying In the thing. death. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it worked for me. I was good with I it. I thought it like it was I, just a couple I, beats yeah. too long. That's all. As much, and I admit, I wasn't a fan of the ending, like I said, but I actually did tear up a little bit at that moment. Like that, he is so good. What a twist it would be if, when they announce the winner of the best actor, it actually ends up being James McAvoy. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what? And my just but we're all okay with it, because it's deserved. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> um, ben, so, I know you didn't dislike the movie in its entirety. Is there... I guess I have one to start us off, but what were some of the other highlights of the movie we've been talking about the ending Oh, the of? first part. The f- uh. I, I enjoyed... Um, I, I didn't like the dynamic between... Uh, Done in his kid, but I liked his like the, the idea of him being on patrol. What are you kidding me? Ben, I, ben so hates awesome. mothers and sons and fathers and sons. That's the takeaway I've got so far from the last Shit. five minutes okay. in the podcast. Anyway, ben is like I a Republican's loved... worst nightmare. He's trying to destroy the family unit. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go so, ahead, elaborate more, Ben. John, sorry, or Ben, so, sorry. I, I enjoyed like the the idea. It's like oh, he's just he works a security firm. Obviously, that's cool. And then he does, like, he'll just, I'm going for a walk. So mm-hmm. he'll do, like, the just touching random people. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought his his first his first fight with the Beast was really cool. Like, their interaction was, was fantastic. Um, I love the, the whole, like, although it was weird, though, because, like, McAvoy said he was going to be catching, like... McAvoy. Yeah, McAvee, excuse me. He was going to be catching, I think, like, I think he said something like 20 people next time. And Splay was like, we'll get, like, you know, 20 next time. But then he's only got, like, the, the five or six 
trailers. I mean, it's just like, that's a nitpicky thing. It just, it felt weird to me, but I loved that scene, um, in the, the abandoned, like, it was like a brick lane, like, uh, it's a brick factory. The brick fa- yeah, the brick factory. I like that, that entire I like to thing. call those brick houses. <laughs> Dunsert- Brickworks Dunsert- is the official Dunsert- term. Dunsert like one, but, uh, the, their battle. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Their their battles their battle was awesome. Both both their fights were really cool. Um, I enjoyed the the uh, how Glass was just kind of like you know he was like not really like he was feigning like um, Glass killing that orderly dude was that was oh man that, that was a chill yeah. I loved I loved that he'd been feigning. Um, it reminded me of uh, like he'd been feigning. What is it? Not not comatose, but he's just been like a vegetative state almost. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of um, the Dark Knight Returns because in that the Joker has been like just in a hospital bed for like a decade, just doing nothing, and then he sees Batman's return on TV, and then he just is like, "Oh, I'm back!" So I, it was like a really cool. I movie. also love the shot when um, Dunn and the beast realize they're right across the hall from each other that yeah. was a great little back and forth thing yeah um, and i loved i loved kevin's like you don't think he can beat the beast do you and it was <laughs> just like they're just brother both just like i need to get to this other room you don't understand i need to go kill this person i need to like <laughs> yeah hedwig was the best <laughs> hedwig yeah I was kind of bummed it's that like, he wasn't I'm a Drake fan now. <laughs> I, I used to be a Nicky fan, but he got too sad. Yeah, I love, and I also loved. Uh, he's also wrong about Drake, by the way. Drake sucks. But he's Canadian. Big surprise! John hates someone popular. What a fucking bold take from John. <laughs> the song should be entitled "Started from the Upper Middle Class, Now We're Slightly Here." I also loved Glass's interaction with Hedwig where he's like what what's my power he's like you're you're nine forever (laughs) that's kind of cool like you have that lens of seeing everything through the eyes of a nine-year-old I was like oh man I missed that but um that was I loved his interactions just with the horde and the beast um I mean like I said but otherwise never see this movie ever again um, <laughs> that's not what I said. I said it's I just, like, I'm teasing. Okay, it's just like, and maybe I'm coming off stronger than I should. I don't know, but it's just like I mediocre is the word I would describe this movie with, like in one word, like far from awful, but also far from. Did great. anybody want to jump on top of any of those things we just mentioned there? Well, real, real quick, I I love the father son team up. I thought that was like the most fun. I think I saw in this movie. I thought James McAfee was really <laughs> funny, switching back and forth between his characters at times, um, especially like Lauren said with Hedwig. I, I think Zach, you mentioned this. I really liked the idea. I didn't think of it back then, but I really liked Casey Cook. I thought the idea that she's almost this peer. Well, according to the Beast, she's she wouldn't be peer, but she's like this stronghold of integrity and this stronghold of morality like more so than any of the other characters i would almost say in the way that she flocks to kevin to say no i can save him no i can i can reach him i can i can get through to him especially after all the trauma that she's been through at his hands technically and i think See, no, i was just annoyed on... in all those scenes i was like she doesn't even go here <laughs> <laughs> um she, I, I, I also you, appreciate you go, Casey that they did all of that without any psychosexual tension whatsoever. So I appreciate it. Oh, hundred percent. It. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no they did kiss. That, really. <laughs> um. Previous. Oh, that was the best film. though. He's like, "Do you like Kevin now?" <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Lauren, anything, or did we hit them all? All your. I think we you? mostly hit it. Okay. I, my biggest complaint about the movie, I think, is just like. Why did she no longer sedate Glass? Like, she had to have known no good would come from that. She underestimated. I mean, she. Yeah, she, wasn't he? But wasn't he like? She assumed he was pills? under. She assumed he was under sedation. She, she, she was slacking, and I yeah, think she assumed he was under sedation. So why change anything? Because things have been going fine. 
Well, she saw him there running around, and she thought she had the one up on. I mean, I think they built that in pretty well. I mean, the the whole ending of the movie is dependent on you buying that she underestimated him the whole time. So, I mean, well, yeah, I understand that. Glass yeah. is a genius. Of course, we understand. One thing, one thing I I think I will say is I think maybe due to the tremendous amounts of depth we have with all the other characters, I think maybe maybe it was that Sarah Paulson. I I didn't feel. Shyamalan went deep enough with her for me to really believe her. I guess I mean, maybe she went cause... deeper with her than with Bruce Willis for me to the same. Yeah, she had a lot more to do than just. The... <laughs> I mean, she's the main character maybe. of the movie, arguably. I mean, it's. I mean that's true. I and again, this has nothing to do with Sarah Paulson as actress. She's great in Bird Box. Go watch Bird Box. Um, but yeah, I just she was my biggest gripe. I think she's great in everything. She's great. We can just all agree on that. She's doing Ryan Murphy's first Netflix <laughs> yeah. show, which she plays Nurse Ratchet <laughs> as a, um, it's, I don't know if it's just a retelling of Cuckoo's Nest or if it's just taking that character like and a sequel doing or a the whole universe movie or, with yeah. it, or show with it. Um, okay. Does anybody else have any final thoughts on Glass? Just again, really hoping for that Cloverfield crossover. Then you would, then you would see the a movie. I mean, they're gonna make another version. I would love for. You, you, you I would think, love for Shyamalan to give it away. Continue this and let people play in the world. If they make another like uh, East Rail One Seventy Seven, I think no, those are done. Universe? We're not gonna do anything with those oh. characters or people anymore. Oh, so then what was your what was your question then? I'm sorry. I, well, I this the, the, this movie opens up a whole potential playground for other people to play in with super people exist and then you just have the 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 people hunting them down like you could do a whole nother movie without sarah paulson's crew in it and then reveal oh they came to st louis to try to find the superheroes in that town you know like wait hold on so then maybe do we think that this is just m night Shyamalan's ploy to never be unemployed for the rest of his well, life? well i'm hoping like i would love for him to let someone else make whatever these next movies are like so let it like, let it be blumhouse's weird do like, like yeah do like a uh, a new one every year but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the same director yeah it could be, be kind of cloverfieldy like a, too like it's yeah, not a different genre I mean, and stuff like that yeah and I would it totally is gonna be like cloverfield because it's cloverfield because <laughs> it is cloverfield <laughs> well so and they're eventually all gonna team up to fight the cloverfield monster and mm-hmm. then the aliens from science it's just it's gonna happen oh my god i can't wait one question: yes. What were the what were the things that were shot before? You said like certain oh, things were supposed to be an unbreakable or a split or something. I don't it was what you said. it was just the flashback for glass was from was a deleted scene from the first. Okay, movie. was the, was it an actual deleted scene where Bruce Willis talked to his son in no, bed? I think it, yeah, because if not, that's that was what done I heard really on really well. And <laughs> that's also, the best CGI yeah. in the movie. <laughs> speaking speaking of that, what did you guys think about um, Kevin's dad being on the same train? Yeah, I like that. Eh. No, I like that it was an accident. Like it wasn't it felt, part of Glass's master yeah. plan. You know, yeah, but it felt no, it yeah. felt like a little. I mean, it's like, I don't hate it. It just felt like a little too much. It was just like... See, I, can, I liked it. I respect it. I respect it. I liked it. it, and I wish they had stuck with that instead of constantly telling us about comic books and how everything is a comic <laughs> book and all stuff. It's like, we get it. We understand the concept of your movie. Not every line has to be about how it's a comic book. <laughs> I wish... I, I guess it's kind of comic booky that... It feels like the reveal should... Because um, Dunn's son figures that out, like, 45 minutes before he tells it on the screen i feel like (laughs) he's just like waiting well i gotta find the right moment for this i think that could have created some interesting tension if we knew that beforehand waiting for the beast to figure that out instead of figuring it out when he figures it out at the same time i don't know that could have been interesting i I gotta i gotta say i'm actually like like i said that the death of the three characters felt a little off for me but i was the death I actually was okay with was Glass. Like, I thought the way he went out was fantastic. Just, you know, the other two are just duking it out, and he just gets hit once, and it's like, yep, he's... Drowning, in his own drowning done in a puddle, and just, that, that was... that. Yeah, was it the, might be the most disrespectful death, I know. but it was actually the best death of the three, because everyone yeah. else was made to suffer. <laughs> it's like, if I'm going to be one of those three... not great. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, but yeah. It's probably better than being crushed to death. Or I don't know, but being, being shot, shot probably... Being shot in the gut is one of the most painful things. But to be Not fair, that I know he, from he only experience, took, like, but... He only took, like, what, one twenty. No, drowning is supposed to be, it, like, like, the worst death there is, I really? thought. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, you know what I'm thinking that's about? Why, like, that's why, like, waterboarding is torture. Probably. Like, it's, it's just simulating that. Ugh. And it was also like the thing he feared the most. It was his. It was yeah, literally so, yeah. was his. Oh my god! Don't get me started about the water being kryptonite. I have to break it to you guys, but that's everyone's kryptonite. He's not special <laughs> because water hurts him. That's what Sarah Paulson was saying. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I always thought it's like maybe it's because he can't swim because he's like super dense. But they, I don't think they really ever go into it. It's like nope, he's just no. he's just really shitty with water. I guess it's just like, like hey, <laughs> water's bad for you, and he immediately falls into a pool. That was my biggest complaint about rewatching that, or while rewatching that movie. Well, that, and he like, didn't think that a rape victim or a hate crime victim deserved to be avenged. Speaking of which, Samuel Jackson says avenged in this movie. He was trying to find the beast, so it's like as soon as I find the beast, I'll know where he is, and then I'm going to take it. No, I'm talking day. about Unbreakable. Oh, like, he first yeah. sees someone steal, which fine, don't go after her. Uh, then he yeah. sees someone get hit over the head with a bottle for a hate crime. Then he sees someone get raped. And then he sees someone get shot. Which, like, that person's yeah. already dead. Why are they more important than no, the people? No, it's predictive. Others? It's predictive. Because in this one, he sees the girl's dead as well. The kid? No, in, in Glass, he in his vision is headwind. The cheerleaders? He doesn't see the cheerleaders. I didn't yes, think he does. they were They're dead. all dead in those chairs. And Hedwig is playing. I just assumed them. that was when they had first gotten in there and had been. Yeah, I thought they were something. like unconscious. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think it was. I implied yeah. they were dead, and that's why he knew he needed to get there. It can't be predictive okay. because the guy was shot and killed in daylight, and then he went to the house at night. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, Lauren laying down some logic bombs. Quick, rank, <laughs> go around the ring. Rank the movies. Ben is in chronological order. Yep. Um, John. I don't know. I just know that Spencer Treat Clark is really attractive now. Rank the goddamn. <laughs> okay. Now rank, that it's okay rank and he's Spencer of age. Treat Clark's uh, attractiveness levels in the movies. I mean, well, obviously this one first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. No, John, seriously, gotta, yeah. like, that's a loaded, seriously, that's I a think... loaded one, Zach. Like that, you gotta be. Like, there was no right that, answer. Really. Real, real quick though, when. At the beginning of the movie, when they were having their father-son crime fighting duo, I got some mad like Robin vibes off of him, or like That's exactly vibes, and I was like, Ooh. I got, I got more like Oracle. He was like the Batgirl, not Batgirl. Yeah, Oracle. I mean a little bit of both. Yeah, John. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, in terms of, <sighs> again, I don't think that makes Rank this any like, that worse. But I think I would go. Are we doing? Are we doing lowest to highest? What? It doesn't matter. Which one was your favorite of the three, John? The Which one was your split, favorite? Split. Which Split's my favorite. Yeah. Then Unbreakable. Then this one. Okay. Split's un- unfa- your fave. Interesting, Lauren. Yeah. They're kind of just all even for me. <laughs> That's fair. What would, I'm curious. What would you give them? Like, like out of five? Like, what would you? Probably like all four. Okay, so 4.2, 4.1, and a 4. Like, Split, I had more problems with, I think, because I was just so pissed at his therapist the whole time. <laughs> like, do better, woman. <laughs> I would go Unbreakable, this one, Split. But I enjoy all of them. I would recommend all of them. I feel like if I had to choose, I'd probably do that order as well. I did like how Shyamalan tied in his previous, both previous cameos. What was the other one? Yeah, yeah was what, was, or was, he yeah. what was Split? He was, so in so in Split, he was the landlord, like the guy watching the video, like the recording of McAvoy okay. leaving with the, the therapist, and then he was like the drug dealer. You mean McAtree? Shut up. And then he was the drug dealer, or like the suspected drug dealer in Unbreakable, yeah. that he mentions, it's like someone in my apartment complex got murdered, hey, I recognize you. You know, I used to, you know, sell stuff back in the day. Pretty sure you almost caught me or whatever. I thought that was cool. Like, that was... See, that's another reason why Sarah Paulson's character works. Because he wasn't cracked all the time. It's like, there were no <laughs> drugs in his pocket. That will do it for Glass. Um, it sounds like everybody thinks you'll get something out of the movie on varying levels. Yeah, it's like Glass half full for us. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to James McAvoy, James McAvoy, and any other James <laughs> we might have offended. In this Jake's movie. manatee. You know. 
Next week, we are going to review Netflix's Velvet Buzzsaw. It is starring Jake Gyllenhaal and a bunch of other people. And it is made with his uh, director of Nightcrawler, which is one of the Gilroy people. Dan Gilroy. Hey, quick thoughts. Who who has seen Nightcrawler? All of us. And like okay. quick summary. I have, really? I have, have I not? Oh, Nightcrawler is so fucking good. <laughs> you should yeah, go watch I'm Nightcrawler. Re- I'm going to rewatch it for sure in the next couple days. Just to... I need to see his last movie. Um which I hear was just okay, which I also hear he re-edited, which with, was Roman J. Israel with, um, um, it had Denzel Washington and Colin Farrell in it. Oh, not, not Jill and Wait, the, the, the are you talking about the one with the directors? Yes. Yeah. Velvet Budsaw takes place in the LA, I believe LA, um, art scene. I stopped watching the trailer because it started looking like it was getting fucking crazy. Um, it's got... Hall, John Malkovich, Tony Collette, Renee Russo, David Day, Tony Collette, um, and more. Hey, if people, we want to talk I'm about sure. trailers, that was glass. It's like you knew that final battle was coming because of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, um, you knew a lot of what was coming because of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I'm very. As ben and I were both huge fans of Nightcrawler. I think. Um, so, color yeah. us both very excited. You for know, this I movie. like the fart he leaves behind when he bamps. <laughs> but yeah velvet buzzsaw you can watch it at home on netflix on friday or february 1st and um, morph his name's morph yeah <laughs> <laughs> morph until then i'm zach oldenberg you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenberg and you can find all of us at middleofroad.com writing random things, including Lauren Heimbaugh! I'm not Lauren Heimbaugh. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and at Letterboxd at, at the Grigsby Bear. You can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Road. I'm James McIntrack. You can follow me on Twitter at... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, jo- I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J and you can also follow us on Twitter for when you'll get updates for when (laughs) where you'll get updates on when we post written content or podcast episodes and that's at middle of row hashtag no the and I'm Lauren Heimbaugh you can find me on Twitter at beware of trees and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com thanks for listening go watch Velvet Buzzsaw and remember the best scenes are in the middle of the road